And the winner is... Arctic Monkey! That subscriber content, eh? That subscriber content, it just won't go away. It might hibernate from time to time and sink back into the swamp. I think the cyclical nature of the universe in which it exists demands it adheres to some of its rules. But it's always waiting there, just around the corner, ready to make its way into your ears and smash through the gated payment system. Sounding better than ever. And there's nothing you can do about it. Benefits such as getting ad-free episodes a week early with pre- and post-show chat relating to the monkeys, last Shadow Puppets episodes, bonus podcasts, watch-alongs, plus helping us improve our sound with better equipment and services. Yeah, this podcast seems like it's fading away sometimes, but with subscribers, it will never die. Thank you very much for listening. We do truly appreciate it. Don't take that the wrong way. Uh, yeah, we'll invoice you for the subscription if we need to. We're Arctic Monkeys, this is Don't Believe the Art. That rock and roll, eh? Ladies! That sound means it's the end of the game. Time for the bonus question. Cheers, dude. That man just yawned. What do you call it, sir? Don't Believe the Art. Oh, we've just been having some japes in the green room. Ooh, that was wild. Hello and welcome to Don't Believe the Hype, your weekly podcast looking back at the discography of Arctic Monkeys. Yes, you know the drill. Every week we pick a song, not at random, chronologically, because why would you do it any other way? That would be weird. With me, Nick, and holding a token swollen inside. Well, he always bloody is. That's how I ended up on that list. It's Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. How are you? Fantastic! Very good. Some some good some good fun in the uh, subscriber chat this week. I mean, there always is, but yeah, had a good, there was, good old there was police, police raids, hip hop album reviews. Not related. Uh, not related. Um, not related. Yeah, unusually, and uh, <laughs> and uh, riddles. I suppose at the end there wasn't there a few riddles. But uh, riddle me do. Yeah, there was a few indeed. There was a few, yeah. We we did a review because of our new feature on there, subscribers. Um, we we do a random generated album every week. Doesn't matter what the genre is, we'll listen to it and we'll give it a review. You can listen to it during the week. We'll review it and have a chat about it. And this week it was a MF Doom um, album, Mad Villainy from two thousand and four, which was a very very interesting hip hop album. So we gave that a review. Um, if they wanted to subscribe, where could they do that? Well, if if they're listening right, then they'll have heard the trailer at the top of the show. But failing that, go into the episode description. You can find all our links to all our social media platforms and everywhere where you can listen to this. But you can also find links to our Patreon where you can subscribe on there. Or you can subscribe through Spotify as well. You can subscribe through Apple Podcasts, but we'd rather you didn't. Because just shit on there. Well, no, I wish someone would because I, I, I have to specifically upload subscriber content to that every week and it's a pain in the oh, ass to be honest, just for no one to listen to it. So if, please, if you're do. on Patreon or Spotify, cancel it and go over to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> please, no, don't, don't, don't. But if you if you know yeah. you want to subscribe, think about doing an Apple Podcast if you like. If, if Apple Podcast cool. is the if the platform that you use to listen to it, then yes, do it, but don't go out of your way. If you use Spotify, just subscribe on the platform that you use to listen to the podcast. Or if you prefer to use Patreon, do that. Up to you. Yeah. Up to 
up to you. Up to you. It's all up to you. So, but exciting because tonight is a. Um, uh, uh, it's not a Adam Monkey's classic, but it's a. It's an underrated, underrated tune. Would you say? Oh, it's not underrated by the yeah, band because they still pull it out, unlike the songs from the last couple of weeks. So. Well, that's it. It was deemed it was deemed good enough to make a comeback very early on in the car tour before but although as soon as they had songs from the car ready to play it it went again so yeah that is true well no because well, maybe it's just they get more oh that is true what do you think you call, you call it a stopgap you call it a filler while they while they found how to do the songs from not, the car live not to so me it's not it. baby <laughs> uh, no, I'd love to come back in the set. This this will be one of my dream ones to come back in the set. But but no, really, um, cool tune that just gets overlooked, I guess, by um, fans. I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. I, not that again. Maybe not the people that listen to this podcast. But but I don't know. Do you think, I don't I don't know how people feel about it. But I would. I always loved it. I always thought it was just a really just cool, same. cool song. Um, as as we'll get into. But but shall we? Should we listen to it then? I'm interested to see what you've got. What version you've got for this, actually? I'm intrigued. I like how I can. I love this. I love this how you get excited to see what version, and then one day it's just going to be me with like a battered acoustic guitar, like wailing (laughs) into the screen. (laughs) One week just to surprise you. If you are going to do that, that can you? Can you do that when we cover Perfect Sense? (laughs) Just so then, at least I can get out and never have to see you again. I'll do it when we uh, cover the car, the song. Won't know the difference. Hey! Oh, shots fired, Alex. Shots fired. <laughs> we no, were fired shots at him in the right. in the pre-show chat, but we we recanted them pretty quickly, didn't we? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. much like skirting boards, I assume it's there for a reason. So that's fine. Just leave them be. Just as long as it don't come back for the next tour, it's all right. Fine. Right. Let's see what, <laughs> what clip I've chosen. The solo. You love the solo in the car songs, so. Yeah, yeah, but we can't just have Tom Rowley come out to play the car. They should do. Well, the rest of the band are like changing guitars and stuff. They should just have Tom Rowley come <laughs> out and just play the do solo. solo. <laughs> <laughs> you can come on well, and warm the crowd you, up before the rest of the band come out. <laughs> yeah, they should do that. I don't know why fans don't do that. It's probably what the support acts for, isn't it? Thinking about probably. it. Wheels within yeah, wheels. <laughs> Oh, she'd be frightened of your reflection. I prefer it was a cartoon. If I could be someone else for the week, I'd spend it chasing after you. Cause she's not chanting in my attitudes. No matter how she holds the potion.
Now, um, I think that's the format they should have followed for the My Capella video. If the My Capella video had been taken from that performance mm. that they did, it's live. It's on the Domino YouTube channel. Then it would have been a lot better, and we wouldn't be slagging off the video. My Capella. As, that's as true. That's true. And it would have kept with the theme of doing having a live performance on the video as it did with both Dance Floor and Teddy Picker. And didn't do with uh, does Brick by Brick count as the first video from Suck It and See? Nah, it's technically no, Brick by Brick's no. the first song from Suck It and See. It is though, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it just I, dropped early? The video was, was just uh, a record spin. Well, was player, Don't Sit Down it. the first single from Suck It and See? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll find out next next season. But yeah, the no, uh Yeah, but I mean, I've given up on the videos of this album. Apart from the next one, obviously, coming. But, yeah, yeah. but you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the first two were that luster, so what can you say? But no, yeah, really good performance. That I, I do love this song when it changes. That's the bit when I really get like so oof. cool. I mean, I love it all, but yeah, it's really cool, really proper stoner. But hey, let's not talk about the music too soon because we've got some information on the song to get through first, haven't we? We do indeed. Usually. Information action ratio. Potion Approaching, originally known as Go-Kart, is 3 minutes and 32 seconds long, and it has 27.8 million streams on Spotify. So it's one of the least streamed songs on the album. Not the least stream, but one of. So maybe that would imply that this is under uh, undervalued in the catalogue by the fans, if it's only getting those kind of numbers. And Because, yeah, I don't understand why, though. I don't know what it is. I, th- I think from the vibe I got a lot of the time, was that maybe people felt it was a bit out there but i think now looking at listening to it now it isn't actually that out there at all really it was just out no, there really for not. them at the time but it's, it's really not out there at all is it um <laughs> but yeah i don't know if people felt that but there you go it is 104 beats per minute and is in the key of e minor they love a minor on this album don't they that's all we've had we've had one major one out of five majors. So come, come back to the next week to see if the second half of this album changes that 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 type. So it's very much a case of four minors out of five. Very good. Four while. minors out of five will be touched by a no, uh, The song has been played live 150. <laughs> the song has been played live 150 times by the band. Firstly, on January 13th, 2009, at the Wellington Town Hall, Wellington, and lastly on August. Did you? I think it's they also on, debuted Crying Lightning or Dangerous Animals. Though, there's, yeah, there's, I think there was two or three songs that they debuted. But yeah, on the track listing, it said Go-Kart for this song at the time. Very good. Um, I think you might have shown me that, actually. Now I think about it. Yeah. So yeah. It rings a bell. Are you, are you, still, yeah. you want a CD with Go-Kart on yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was last played on August 27th, 2023. At the United Center, Chicago. So that was after some of the car songs came back. So it wasn't yes, a case of them just spinning it off after the day. Yeah. That's your theory, dead and buried. So another. I think it's another... one of the ones that was rotated with uh, Suck It and See and Cornerstone, wasn't it? Because they dropped out a few times to make way for others. So I think it was, it mm. was one of those that ran out. 
Yeah, and it, it was it was one of our um it was one of our kind of uh but it's the first one since Crying Lightning that's made it out of the Humbug Tour as well. Because only yeah. only three of them have so far on this album made it out of, of the tour. Um I wonder which album will have the least songs that have made it out of the tour. I fear that it's suck it and see. I fear I think it is. my health that it's suck it and see that has the least amount of songs that made it out of the tour, but we we shall see. We shall see. Oh, uh, so, Nick, it's that time of the week again. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Oh, with uh, Tranquility. Uh, so, Nick, are you going for a hum, hum, a fart? Hummy fart, forty hummy. Hummy fart, hummy for me. Hummy fart, papa. Hummy fart, papa. Nick's come. What do I I'm going, I'm going home. It's Hummy, correct. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just done. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. not yeah. Although, <laughs> yeah, although I would have thought my propeller wasn't, so you never know. There could be a, there could be a fly in the ointment. Well, there will be. According to the... the yeah. I'll take this next sentence with a pinch of salt, but according to the Sun newspaper... Sorry, Scousers. Okay, sorry, my dude, not listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's probably this, uh, this probably isn't true for international listeners, but according to the Sun newspaper, the song was inspired by Alex Turner's beloved mini car. One Wellington Ordnance member said, so someone at that gig, they played four new songs. Everyone was rather surprised by one called Go Kart. A pal of Alex was saying, so apparently a pal of Alex in the crowd next to the person who's there. A pal of Alex was saying it was inspired by the love of his life, his mini Cooper called Floyd. I know his Mini Cooper, he's got an old Mini. A, I've never seen a picture of Alex with a Mini, but I believe that he had one. I don't think I've ever seen evidence I've never seen a picture of him driving a car until the music... No, I've seen seen a picture of his driving license, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Never seen him talk about a Mini, never heard a Mini. Um, And nothing in the lyrics suggests that this was inspired by a car over the fact that he says Absolutely. go-kart at the end and references a mechanic yeah. which is not a car uh, <laughs> which is not a car completely different but, but, I mean, car. well we can we can discuss that later but yeah the um yeah that i just think that sounds like absolute tribe and the fact that their source is someone at the wellington gig who who when they played it was just happened to be stood near one of alex's friends who knew the story behind the song seems a bit like Shite. I mean, I mean, what a bizarre thing to. We should never, t- we should never believe anything I mean, that's in the sun, particularly when it's caveated with a pal said, an unnamed pal said. It's like, well, yeah, an un- an un- yeah, exactly. That's just how they get away with publishing what they want. Why? Did- why is that allowed? Why is why isn't there a law that says no? You can't just say that. You have to give actual like serious journalists do. So I don't know why they get away with it. Anyone can say that, can't they? And unnamed source said it's not. It's not technically a newspaper. <laughs> and then you just tarnished with it, but. Yeah. It is an yeah, that's true. It is an odd lie, isn't it? Um, not, but there you yeah. go. They had to so without desperate for that, against his scoop. Yeah, he'd not had an affair. Well, I always remember that. Like, oh, we need to publish something. But the guy, the guy who did the entertainment bit, Gordon Smart, was it or something like that? Gordon Smart, absolutely. And, yeah. He absolutely hated um Artie Monkeys. I remember all oh, their personalities. He'd, oh, I'd always read that his bit of the sun, like just perusing it for like stupid stories. And he in the Morrison's canteen, and he uh, he always used to slag them off. But so I reckon they turned him down for an interview or something like that, and he was bitter because he just always made a point of miserable little tight would have come from him probably. 
I would imagine, given that Alex is a Sheffield Wednesday fan, Hillsborough is not going to be getting interviewed by the Sun. I'd, I'd, I'd say. Mm, yeah, probably poor form. Although awesome. even with even also, without, also, I don't think they'd be interviewed by the Sun. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. Think given how Tuesday we know they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know who was the, the showbiz editor of the, of the Sun before Gordon Smart? Do you know who it was before Gordon Smart? Who who did that column? It was uh, D- Dan Wharton. No, would have been better. Oh, of course, yeah. Dan Wharton, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it might have been... Himself, no, no, it was... Do you know what? It might have been Dan Wharton that had... Uh, it would have been at that time. It would have been, back. yeah. Because it, it's, yeah. it's his... I remember his picture. Yes, it, it wasn't God as smart. I apologise. I don't need to apologise. He's, no, he's a cunt as well. But, um, yeah, yeah. Dan Wharton, <laughs> yeah, it was him. Yeah, he really used to lay into them and hate them, but... You could tell it came from a place of bitterness because he must have been turned down by them or something like that. Like how Paul's Piers Morgan treats Meghan Markle, basically. Is what, yeah. <laughs> what it was and like. there you have <laughs> the career of Dan Wotton summed up in about a minute. Well done, everyone. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're touring globally stadiums. He's hosting a shit show on GB News. So there you go. Uh, he's, not even do, so he's not even doing that because he's basically waiting to be arrested by this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's that one, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's essentially waiting to be arrested for like coercing people into sex and blackmailing them and all sorts of dodgy stuff. Yeah. Taking money from Russia. What? God knows what else. What a nice fella. Do you want some. Uh... You want to hear about some gear? Dan Watton's probably been Dan involved Watton's in that. Been on it. Technological <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck Dan Wotton. Go on. Well, what? Just fuck Dan Wotton. What did he say? Oh, I thought you said, so angry. I, I, I thought you said fuck Elton. I was like, what's Elton done while you were playing that clip? Uh, <laughs> just uh, with this one, apparently, if you just, it's, it's a bit of a harsh overdrive throughout the song. So you can either use, uh, with a clean boost during the breakdown. It's a harsh overdrive, but a clean boost during the rate uh, breakdown. Jamie uses a full-tone OCD drive um, and a, a Zvex Super Duper 2-in-1. And I also saw a pedal recommended to get the sound from this to be a Zoom G2.1NU. And for the bass, you can crank the amp boost or use a clean boost pedal. Or if you want a boost that adds some dirt, the TC Spark Booster may be a better fit. So if you want some dirt on your bass, which I would suggest is... Is all about Nick at this point. Uh, then use that. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's, a, that's it for this one. Yeah. Um, well, that leads, you know, that not, leads not me of... on. Well, we, well, we're discussing the gear and, in particular, the guitar tone. That leads me on to my hot take because I think this is the best time of the show. Hot take now. Hot takes always at the yes, end. Abs- not your hot takes at the end. My hot takes wherever the fuck I want my hot takes to go, baby. No, there's no what should it go before the reviews though? Think about your answer to this question carefully. The whole rest of the show hinges no, on this. okay. Reviews then, reviews. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This is why we have a format. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so Pitchfork said, Potion Approaching threatens to turn into a cover of Nirvana's Very Ape on its opening riff, which is a great take, by the way, because it does sound a lot like Very Ape. Like almost. Not as good as the take I had, Very Ape. Yeah, still good. 
Uh, yeah, that's a very good take. <laughs> but the band <laughs> instead op- uh, probably killed your take, I'd say. But the band instead opts for Zeppelinish start-stop passages. <laughs> hey, there's a, you know you can put it where you want, but does it make sense for the reviews? No. Is that what Sign you wrote in, in Vicky's Valentine's cast? You get one. Pitchbox said, Potion Approaching threatens to turn into a cover of Nirvana's Very Ape on its opening riff, but the band instead opts for Zeppelinish start-stop passages that read like Achilles' last stand, recast as a Britpop tune before it shifts completely into a seesawing, mildly psychedelic midsection. NME put this at number 63. I don't want to judge them too much because when we have to sit down and do this list, am I going to be finding myself having to put potion approach? Yeah, but 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 lower but lower than mid, lower than than mid, or no, around mid because it's 120. So middle, I think it's higher than I think. I think in my list it'll higher than middle because it's got. But then I don't know when you sit down and you go, oh God, with all the B sides as well, maybe it's going to be say top harder 50 to at least. But I'm going to be saying to that craft every week, that. I think. Mm, yeah yeah but they put it at number 63 and they said this sprawling stoner rock jam is hypnotic enough that one can leave you feeling like you've tripped into a surreal film scene Turner's smoky vocal sounds so close as if he is lurking in the near distance while the brisk tempo changes a spine tingling enough to soundtrack that moment in a horror film where the car won't start and the villain approaches uh, I disagree with that. I can't imagine really. Not being yeah. honest, but, yeah. Whatever, whatever Annie. Like so we got a word count and needed to reach it. <laughs> are we? Uh, are we doing the music, or are you, are you doing your hot take now? My hot take fits in with the music. Have you got a hot take for the end? I haven't got a hot take for the end today. Now, right? We'll save the, the one end, song I just, that didn't take. I just didn't want us to be doing two hot takes together because that'd be awkward. That'd be weird. Oh, okay. But, no, 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 no. I've, I've had a hot take so far on this album, but this this song didn't summon me a hot take. Didn't summon me a hot take. That makes sense. I've said it twice. Didn't made less sense the second time. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First time I got you. Second time I was left thinking, "What are you on about?" He's lost it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the music for this one, then, uh, yeah, very cool opening sound and guitar, proper dirty. Uh, I'd say mechanically Filthy. so, mechanically dirty. That kind of like, oh, it always reminded me a little bit of a car starting, like trying to get your car started. That, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, maybe it's about his car. Maybe it's about a mini. Alex was in his mini going, and he went and held us. He's going, didn't, didn't. Helders was like, drum beat on the dashboard going, did do. Jamie was going, <laughs> Jamie was whistling next to him going, do, 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 do. <laughs> Nick was just at the shops, probably, buying everyone a Lucas Aid. Banana, banana nest quick, and uh, Lucas Aid, <laughs> and some, probably some Starburst. What a mix. Um, but yeah, satisfyingly mechanical is how I would see this. Uh, nice drums and bass accompaniment to it. Oh, I just as well, this. making technique as well. Satisfyingly mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's anything like the show, you won't stick to a format, so I find that hard to believe. Um, reckon. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon there's, I do like the drums and bass on this they're a nice accompaniment but do you reckon it started on the bass again or do you reckon 
Do you reckon it was a beat or do you reckon this was just straight on guitars? I was I was thinking about this and I like to think that the ba- Nick was just messing around on his bass while they were all getting ready for rehearsals and and that's where it came from. That's uh, that's what well, I like he was just like, like just doing his warm up exercises. You know how like the and how this the was opening like... riff of um, yeah, and then it just came from there. Then Alex walks in, he's like, "Don't stop, don't stop." Like the, the opening riff to "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses. That was Slash doing his finger warm ups. And Axel Rose, given there's no more ideas coming from my head, we might as well use that. That's what Axel Rose said, I imagine. <laughs> Only bother to get up. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, rec- I reckon I, ever since Helder said, or ever since Alex and Helder said that, that they get a lot of the, um, they sort of start with beats and Helder's having to remember different beats they haven't used and stuff like that. That makes me feel like a lot of the songs start with a drum beat and then a bass obviously next and then that that sort of brings the guitar in is how it feels it happens um apart from other ones that will be like you know i think the more melodic ones comes just from alex and then but these kind of ones come from bass and drums as a starting point i reckon because it's not like because jamie's import is more sort of coming in with the bits that that made the song great. So you couldn't start a song with Jamie's bits. You couldn't you couldn't come in going, I've got this bit where I go and that'll be a song. So that's something you come up with once you've heard the bass and the drums. So I reckon, yeah, I reckon very much a nick. Well, I mean that's a how you how your mind started. And that's all you need to know because what a bass riff. What a guitar riff, but what a bass riff. But yeah, uh, and then little change up, little change up in the in the in the middle of the verse. Usual kind of monkeys change up affair. It's classic monkeys, but but dirtier. Yeah. yeah. Grimier in the desert with Josh on possibly the, pulling the strings. Change up yet? Dangerous animal. Eh, no, you're probably right. It probably is actually. This is dirty in the dangerous uh, I animals. I think it's just it? yeah. Yeah, it's close. Do you prefer this to Dangerous Animals? In in the fight, we're well, halfway through the album. Do you prefer it to Dangerous Animals? You do, yeah. I do and I don't. It's hard. I do and I don't. I do and I don't. I don't. I'll have to see at the end when I, I do it, obviously. But I don't know where it would rank out of the five, but it would be near the top, certainly, I think. But then last week was a real big revelation, like just remembering how good Secret Door was. So it's all, it's all going to be, this might be the most difficult ordering yet. Um, I don't. I to, uh, don't even have a. I don't even have a, a straight up number one yet. I know you do, but I don't have a straight up number one. Well, I'm, I don't I'm like still have I don't have a mind straight up number one aside from that. To be honest, see number two. I still got to come up with my number two through. The, that's the word <laughs> what I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you number two. Yeah, I might catch up. I, I want to come up with something <laughs> that's my favourite song, but not my number one favourite song. Okay, so your second favourite song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know what it's going to be yet. I suspect I suspect it's going to come on the second half of the album. Though I suspect, you think? I have my theories. I, th- I think I think there might be one or two that are going to edge their way yeah. in there. But we'll see. We shall find out in the coming weeks, I guess. Um, catchy beat this first verse. I think that that bass is catchy yeah, and that guitar sure. that is an it's an, it's an earworm. Not your typical pop song. I think, and that was something else that John Kennedy said, wasn't it? Or something at one point, like about was it Crying Lightning 
or something like that, or Zane said it, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't a typical, no, it was John Kennedy, it mm. wasn't a, it is a pop tune, or like a, a sort of pop rock tune or whatever that's catchy, but it isn't your, your atypical version of that. And that's what I feel about the this one as well. Um, then we slip into a chorus, intermittent little solo bits here from Jamie, I assume. Uh, it's like they're like sort of, um, yeah, but it's sort of strumming as well. That kind of again, that didn't didn't with a sort of similar grimy guitar to the opening. That sound from the opening, but just just a little bit more subdued, maybe. But yeah, I guess they're, they're kind of like so. But I guess they're just accompaniments, but um, just little bits he does here, and the drums in this as well. Not not one of his standouts. This song, Helders, I'd say, but, no, but very no. fierce. Very first chorus, this from drums and guitar, that kind of like, dum, 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 particularly dum, watching dum, that live version uh, earlier, it gives you a. Mm. I often find that with the the live version, particularly in this era, to give you a, a newfound appreciation for some of the work because there's so there's so much going on in terms of guitars and bass on this album that it is easy to to forget some of the work that Helders is doing. Oh yeah, he's on top form, isn't he? And again, yeah. the sign of a good yeah. drummer, like knowing knowing how to modify himself based on based on what he's playing with, just it just surpasses himself yeah. once again. Although, yeah, although standout bits on this album that everyone probably remembers, such as "Dance Little Liar" and "Dangerous Animals" and and stuff, isn't there as well? There, there are some standout things that everyone remembers on this album as well. But yeah, then the second verse, just a proper cool lead guitar sound, proper stoner rock, so, desert rock, Queens of the Stone Age sound. I know I said that, I think I said Dangerous Animals was the most Queens of the Stone Age sounding on the album, but this gives it a good run for its money, I reckon. Um, this, is all, I list, list. this is all going to further my hot take. So I'll keep, keep going. Oh, right, okay. This is, okay, this is giving okay. me new confidence well, in my hot take for later. I was listening to, I was doing some uh, audio workouts for when i cranked up songs for the deaf on the old it's pretty large because someone's someone above me is having a new person above me is having a new bathroom fitted this week so it's drilling hammering all day so i thought fuck you so selfish. i turned it up like full and just yeah selfish so i thought fuck you i'm gonna turn it up glad the music on full uh well it is anything that says with my life is selfish <laughs> um yes, and then yes yeah, so cr- cr- <laughs> but i could hear humbug all over it and i could hear this lead guitar that jamie's is it jamie do you think that's doing the sort of lead on this one then because so, yeah. is it or is it Alex? Are the Jamie Cook specials or are the Alex's? Because I know that Alex used to take his guitar off for this one on the Humbug tour. Yeah, so I'm not so sure. He done really, what, what bits Jamie was and doing. then oh, actually, might have been Alex yeah, because I'll tell you for why. I went and found the video of him playing it on the car tour in Istanbul. I think it was. Mm. And Tom mm. Rowley was playing the lead bits, which, if we're going by the normal rule, he normally plays Alex's bits. Yes. Well, 
That makes sense. Uh, because I wouldn't really class them as Jamie Cook specials. I would no, class them as, as it's different. It's, there's more like they're not kind of these intermittent little jangly bits that he does. They're more like just playing kind of like a bit brick by brick actually as well. Actually, well, the kind of the I think they've got more that. in common with some of the solos that Alex plays, like sonically. Yes, I think they've got more in common with like you know I've got I have to, I have to get I have to get Sonic in. I have to get it in. Start the AI again every week. I need to say sonically. I need to. That's, that's, that's become a new word now. um it's funny you should say that because whenever i import this in for the the prompt i give the ai for it you know they sometimes slip sonic in but at the start of the intro it always tries to suggest a title for the podcast and the 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 name it always tries to suggest is sonic soundscapes is the title of the podcast so there you go (laughs) further proof that you are in fact an ai bot that i've created yeah yeah. um i I knew i'd get rumbled yeah um, but yeah, I think Alex as well. I don't think we can give Jamie the credit, but but we can give him the credit for the for the cool opening guitar and stuff, the doo 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 and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So, which yeah. is the um, meat of the song, you know. Yeah, yeah. Second chorus, uh, then the build-up. Very clinical again, same as the first chorus. But that lead guitar as well, so cool is the only word. Just that, yeah, just just really like uh, it, it, it. This it just sounds more so than any on the album. It does just sound like that desert rock sort of cool stoner vibe, doesn't it? The, the song is made by someone high. There's, there's only that explanation. No, nobody made this song sober. getting high it kind, of show, kind of shows that it's the fact it sounds so natural to them as well it shows that it's not contrived you know sometimes bands will go into the studio and say oh we want to do this type of album and then you listen to it and it sounds like they've done that but this is just completely organic they, they've just like let the vibes yeah up and just done whatever feels natural it, it comes across so well well, I always feel like that's because like they sent demos to Josh Hom. I don't know what all the songs were on there, but I know Dance Little Liar was one. So I feel like they were already in that mold and then he's just kind of taken it and ran with it as well. So they didn't go out going, you know, oh, let's let's make a Josh Hom album. Um they've you know, they've they've done their own sort of thing with it. Um so they already had that in mind. But yeah, I lo- I do love it. Um 
that bit as it builds into the solo. It just makes you like want to close your eyes and pretend you're playing it. I'm always like, <laughs> but I I do love it when it drops to just the guitar before the breakdown. And it that kind of like the that is such an artist thing to do. You know, it reminds me of a lot of. It reminds me of the stop to just guitar and leave for the lights come on. That that just goes in that that stop gap. But this is like the the grown up version of that, the dirty desert version of that. It's the way at the bottom when it slows down, it's just like, and the uh, lead goes, oh, yeah, so cool. It is just proper cool. It's proper like stoned in a rehearsal room. You come up with this and everyone's like, oh, wow, it's the best move ever. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just, yeah, it just links into maybe one of the most stoned sounds I've ever heard, to be honest with you. Like, if they weren't high when they recorded it, it was because they were getting high every night. That's something that they that they wrote it. That, that, I don't, even if they had the riff before they went to the desert, this is probably one of the ones that was most influenced by the setting, I reckon, and where they were. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is... This actually reminds me a lot of the kind of slower Queens of Stone Age stuff that they did on... Um, uh, it's not Era Vulgus, is it? The one that Alex appeared on, that album. Um, they did a lot of slower one. Um, you know that one that's like... If I Had a Tail, the one that Alex sings on at the end. That's the one, this, yeah, it, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of that kind of slower stoner rock that... It's a bit more like, um, you know, it's not as fast as some of the other stuff, but just as dirty. Um, but yeah, I, I love this bit. This is one of the best bits on the album, I think. This that breakdown into this when it comes to musical moment in the wrap up, that's going to be right up there. It's going to be a strong contender, I think. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a lot of good so stuff we get to, to come. Pretty visitors. <laughs> I didn't think of pretty visitors. I was thinking of Dance Little Liar then. Uh, but, um, but <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. And there's a really, there's a bass bit I love in um, Jewelers Hands as well, which is one of my favorite bits on the album. Mm. Um, which mm. you, you probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Vaguely sexual there. <laughs> <laughs> Like Jewelers Hands. The lead is smooth and catchy. Um the the other guitar just sort of stumbles along with this catchy but repetitive beat along with the drums as well. Again, no, no one's like it's just effortlessly cool. There's no particular standout member of the band, I think, in, in this song or this bit. They're just working as a tight unit. I think we've said that before on on songs like uh, it might have been a few there beware or something like that where we we're just like it's just a really tight song and nobody's like oh certain romance even back in the day like there's no like standout instrument in it everybody's at the, the top of the game and this just feels like that it's just like a tight band song nobody's like showing up anything like normally not dangerous animals you go oh well yeah hell does you know wow what, what a breakdown or whatever but yeah this doesn't have that it's just a really good song
And we get a little drum interlude. And in a very Arctic, sketch-heady style way, we kind of, the guitar just picks back up again into the faster note. So we've got the kind of slowed out on the... And then we've got the, the drums kind of go... Do an interlude. And then just uh, he just goes... Um, what is it? it just kind of goes do 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 back again, doesn't it? And they all so, come yeah. back in at the song, which is hard to do. I imagine to go slow and then like just in a couple of beats, go back to the faster right, riff yeah. is pretty cool. Um, to play the song out, um, and also in this bit when it comes back in, Helders does let himself loose a bit of a couple of flourishes here before Alex starts singing in this in this song. himself, maybe three four second bit. He just sort of like around the drum kit like he's been like he's been keeping it controlled for the whole song. He's not. He's like right. This one doesn't need me to be too flashy. Just you know, good drumming, good steady song. Um, and then he's just like, nah, yeah, let's do it. Which is something actually that a lot of those bands tend to do. Like Queens of Sinners do that a lot, where there'll be like a load of songs, a row of songs where the drumming's amazing on Songs for the Deaf, but nothing like that you'd go, oh, yeah, that's a really good drum bit. But then they'll just do a bit where the drummer just fucking goes insane and just does like an amazing bit. Um, but yeah, really cool end to the song. It's as cool. Do you think this is the cool? Well, I've got a hot take now, but I won't throw it in because you've got a hot take. I'll just say it now rather than it being a hot take. But uh, coolest is this potentially. Right, we can't say after this because we've still got AM to come, <laughs> which is possibly one of the coolest albums ever made. But uh, up till now, is this the coolest song Arctic Monkeys have ever done? Nothing on the first album is cooler than this. I think we could agree on that. Yeah, agreed. And yeah, favorite was Nightmare. Same. Yes, I I am agreeing wholeheartedly with you. That this is yeah. the coolest Same. song they've done up until probably up until. I know, I know, I know. It gets a bad rep now because it's it's sort of played so much and used so much. But do I want to know when you first heard it? it was probably one of the coolest things you'd ever heard. So it was, yeah, yeah. Then I got exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but but up to this point, this is I'm putting the market down. Up until this point in the album, even no, this is the. Could you give this the marker of the coolest song on the album? Is that fair? Yes, I'm just thinking forward and yes, that doesn't mean it's the best it doesn't mean anything it just means this, this no, song makes me go that coolest. is fucking cool yeah yeah uh, this just makes me go in. that is i think we've agreed that is the coolest yeah it's just got this you know it's the pure definition of cool you can't even say what it is it's just it's just cool no one could say otherwise um so anything else to say on the music no no, no. I mean, it even... I'll save it for the designated hot take time. Okay, if you want to, you can do it now. It's up to you. But the no, no. we can't. We, we there isn't a lot to say about the music on this because there's not loads of sort of there's there's it's a lot of the same riffs and stuff. The leads really the sort of stand out, I guess, if there was one. But so there isn't loads to say about the music. It's just like just perfectly cool, tight song. Um, that's that's pure desert rock, but. Shall we do the part of the show where we talk about who we might want to cover this song? I think we have yes. a jingle for that. We do. I'm gonna form a covers band and all. Who are you going for then? 
Okay, bit of a weird one, maybe, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite get anywhere going with this because the obvious one is Queens of the Stone Age <laughs> again, because like this and Dangerous Animals would be great with Josh Holm kind of doing it. But for some reason, when I was doing the, um, when I was doing the uh, the lyrics um, part of this, and I was kind of doing the trying to think who would maybe I like to maybe hear singing it more than more than the music per se. And I, I couldn't get out of my head the strokes and Julian Casaplancas, like him going like in his tone going, she's always trying to give me vitamins, like in his voice, like that's exactly who I was going to say. A reflection. Well. <laughs> yeah. There's just Genuinely something about like, the yeah. way he sings. Like either I prefer her as a cat. Like, I just, I can't do his voice. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm fucking crooning. No, no, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if people are just trying to imagine, oh, by the way, I did look up the, I did look up the AI sort of to create music and the only kind of oh, programs are like sort of pay like a tenner a month or something like that. And we could use the subscriber money for that, but I feel like the subscribers would, there's better things for us to spend subscriber money on for the show than an AI program. Yeah. I think that I'll let us know Focus if you think that blow. isn't the case, then, Namely. then, then yeah. <laughs> um, Cause I suppose we would only need to do it for so many weeks of the year, but, um, but no, if anyone knows any other programs, but the ones I could see were all like pay monthly subscriptions and, and as good as it'd be, I don't know how much they'd add to the show. I guess it would be interesting. Maybe we'll discuss it. But to to put in like, yeah, just Julian Jack Casablanca singing Potion Approaching Biotic Monkeys and hearing it, I guess would be cool. Oh, maybe we should find a Strokes tribute band and say, yeah, lads. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe we just have a bonus episode at the end of the series where we do the wrap-ups where we do them all. And I'll just, we just pay for it for that one month and get them all created up to this point and then blast them out that could be a that could be a good episode yeah, couldn't it It'd be a very good episode, actually. Very good episode yeah yeah so um after, after shout... seeing the, the libertines reaction to homer simpson singing don't look back into the sun this week i've become obsessed with that whole idea now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well i would like to hear uh some of them that we've said actually so so is that yours then or julius or the joe as well Pure, purely vocally as well same as you but in the same way, vocally, I would Musically, really like to hear Queen of the Stone Age again. Yeah, although I guess you could kind of do a Strokes version of this, like a kind of, uh, it's kind of like Miles again then, whenever. Okay, I guess you can do a Strokes version of this. Um, I get like a, I don't know, it'd be like kind of like. It, it could, yeah, it could easily fit as a Strokes song. I was right in the time zone and I was in the back of my mud Actually, you know who'd do a good cover of this? Because I think he sounds a lot like Julius Casablancas. Carl Barrett. Now you brought up Libertines. I wouldn't mind hearing a, a Libertines version of this as well with Carl Barrett singing. Because I always think whenever I hear Carl Barrett's voice, he sounds a lot like Julius Casablancas at times. Without a doubt, uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, which he is really probably does. probably for a reason. But um but yeah, yeah. that's how I would hear that as well. Um but yeah, coins of Sonos, yeah, hearing Josh Hom lyrically doing this one as well. You can imagine him and his voice kind of doing that like I got this ego mechanic. <laughs> she was that's trying to give me line, vitamins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then he kicks a photographer. <sighs> right, lyrics. Lyrics of this that. one. Actually, before we do lyrics. <laughs> Alex is singing. He's sort of rapping in the verses, and then in the stone a bit, he's doing more of a kind of like, um, it's more of a kind of, I don't know. It's he's singing it more, I guess, in the stone a bit. Like it's like ocean approaching, 
I still think though this Visualize. is closer to this is closer singing a bit like Josh Homme in that song yeah. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say he did that, yeah. Um no. yeah, I think I think this is still closer to later Alex than previous Alex. So I, I, Yes, I well I as the famous it's moving that way. As the famous quote goes from who I can't remember, if Arctic Monkeys had never stepped foot onto the desert with Josh Home, then we never could have had AM. And I do truly, truly believe that that's a oh, fact. Absolutely. So a lot of this does inform what is to come. And yeah, he's singing on this to sound like more of what we'll get. Um, let's just look at and see, because that's kind of like this weird in between, but the more that's where he goes, like sort of very melodic sounding. But then, yeah, AM, perhaps. Um, yes, but you can't pin the man down. He changes. What can you say? Good BVs on this as well. Very good. The owl BVs, as I like to call them. Helders impersonating an owl. <laughs> the old Roy, Roy Hodgson getting involved. <laughs> very, very, uh, very deserty. The sound of this backing vocals, I think. And that noise you hear in the desert, and then the kind of uh, don't they do the? Uh, don't they do the? Pushing and approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, at the end, yeah. Very good BVs. Well done, Helders. And Nick, probably. Jamie, probably not. Hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> actually, just, is there any... Let's have a look. Is there any... And we got a contentious point with these lyrics, by the way, tonight, Nick. Uh, not not contentious between us, but something to discuss. Um, but... Uh, have we got any BVs? They don't really backing vocals by John Ashton and one and two. Uh, they don't go into the backing tracks with the band on here. They just kind of do music about him. Monkeys just cover them all. You're all getting paid. Right. Well, in that case, according to Wikipedia, um, Alex Turner, Alex, Alex Turner back, does some backing vocals on tracks three to six and eight to ten. That's good um, of him. And yes, it's Nick O'Malley and Matthew Helders on backing vocals. No Josh Homme involved no, in the making of no, he's not this. On. Well, in the making of this one, certainly. Yes. Okay, the then. So, Nick, what do you reckon this one's about, then? This. I like to think we're going track. down a, a drugs route again, just based on based on some choice lyrics. The, uh, the, the mention of vitamins and potion approaching, as in it going through your bloodstream. That's the way oh. I've always chosen to see it, yeah. I mean, we could go down the angle of come on the face, and I'm sure that's going to get mentioned at some point. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I didn't think of that, actually. Thanks. Um, I actually, I, I agree with you that there's a drug element to this song, but I actually think it's, in my opinion, this is about realising that you love someone or you're attracted to them a lot. Yes whilst you're on drugs whilst you're having a trip yes. or something but i interpret the person approaching differently but we'll get to that when we get there however and that that is so we're, we're more or less on the same page there because because you can't but, but, there are, there's must, obviously must, an element uh, of a woman specify, involved when, when we're talking drugs i don't think we're talking coke or weed here i think we're talking acid lsd and oh mushrooms on oh, mushrooms i think mushrooms you, you're i think tripping Alex. he's tripping yeah. They do in the Tripping desert. Balls. They love to go out. It's a thing to go out to Joshua Tree and take mushrooms, isn't it? That's like a thing they do. So that's like so. Yeah. They definitely did that because I know that that's some that, that 
Josh Homewood get you to go and do? They drive you. I think I've read somewhere or Alex saying that they drive you out to Joshua Tree and you, you sit out there and you do shrooms and yeah, probably see some mad shit, I would imagine. Um, so, but yeah, yeah but, I, but a lot of people out there, because let, let's give credit, there's different theories that aren't necessarily ours. A lot of people think this is about an affair or the allure of another woman. And perhaps as we go through, we'll we'll highlight some credibility to that as we go, maybe. But, yeah. but that isn't, of my opinion, this the, the opinion of the interweb. Um, but so the first chunk of lyrics here, I was biting the time zone. Well, I was biting the time zone, and we embellished the banks of our bloodstreams and threw caution to the colourful. Then we fell asleep in the car. Well, first of all, oh. set off the car alarm, please. Because there we got a second one. Moment. Okay. Uh, not not our last one. finger hovering over that for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Biting the time zone. Embellishing the banks of our bloodstreams. Certainly do sound like something that drugs would do to you. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I guess if you're throwing caution to the colourful, you're taking drugs. That, that would yeah, track, wouldn't it? Exactly. If you, yeah, you're throwing cautious to like instead of saying like, "Oh, throw caution to the wind and take drugs," you're throwing caution to the colourful because the drugs are going to make you see yeah. shit or whatever. That Letting kind of open you up tracks. Like, yeah. But biting the, I was trying to well, kind of get a, 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 <laughs> trying to get to be biting something. I was trying to get a, <laughs> I was trying to get a handle on what bite, bite, bite the time. <laughs> <laughs> what bite in the time zone actually means um you don't get the bloodstreams mixed in that now uh bite in the time zone means uh i know it sounds like a drug reference but track of time and that sort of thing isn't it like, yeah you know, yeah biting it as yeah. well and, and it's because you kind of playing with the boundaries of time and space yeah yeah but and also i guess drugs can make your mouth a bit a bit of, yeah, a bit of gurning and chewing going on. A bit of gurning, gurning. Um, I'm a good boy. <laughs> so have I been six weeks, wait till tomorrow. Uh, and we embellished the banks of our bloodstreams. It, I, I guess embellished, make, make more of, make bigger, flash out. So I guess drugs flash out the banks of your bloodstreams, don't they? I guess is what he's... Yeah, yeah, getting out there, I would, I would assume, but getting hard would also do that. Just to throw some out to the yeah. the sex crowd and the yeah. the, the fair crowd. Throw something uh, out to the sex crowd. If 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 I did <laughs> what I do on the other pod on here, where I pick an episode title from from some no context comment that's been said, <laughs> that would be the title of this episode. <laughs> some throw something out for the sex crowd. <laughs> well, if if it was about um, an affair and having sex and biting the time zone, could work for that. Bloodstreams, you cock, could work for that. Caution to the couple, and then we fell asleep in the car. I mean, what do you generally do after you have sex? Yeah, that's just saying. I, 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 I don't think so, but uh, I'm up and ready for another that. go. Yeah, <laughs> shame there's no takers for either go, isn't there? Um, I mean... <laughs> it's funny because you're proud about. I'm going to be proud about a double wank, Nick. <laughs> I mean. I mean, again, this song could just be about being tired of falling asleep. That really couldn't it? Because if you bite in the time zone, it might mean that you're tired, like you 
you know, all out of sorts, a bit of jet lag. I don't know. But I don't think that is the case. Just just throwing that out there. Um, so, yeah, I reckon that is that is a drug reference. That is a kind of drug trip reference, that first verse. Um, and then this is where maybe we get a bit more of the, the love stuff. So, until the bumps woke me up in your grip and the tide took me to your mouth. What a great line. And then swept me back down to your palms. It's them that put me inside the reminder that yours is the only ocean that I want to swing from. Yours is the only ocean that I want to hang on. So basically a cool, cool, cool way of saying I woke up, we, we kissed and held hands, and it reminded me of how much I want you when I love you. Basically, that's yours is the a wonderful way to say I want to swing from <laughs> is the most romantic thing. I, I wrote that in my ex's Valentine's card one year. I can't figure out if it's romantic or it's horn doggy. They're both. They're both, I think. They're both. I, 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 I just think because of the, the way he's singing it and the way the song doesn't suggest romance, the song suggests stone sex, doesn't it? Yeah. Lust. Yeah, but still, it's it's a. It, like, without the oh, context, out of context, it's a romantic song. line. Yeah, yeah. Out of context, yeah, very much so. Um, but then you also wrote in another Valentine's card. Um, I saw your sister in the. <laughs> I got off of your sister in the in the local pub. Love. Um... Yeah, told me anything you like. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but but perhaps, um, yeah. So that's just a cut. So basically, he's taking the drugs. She fell asleep, woken up. They've had a kiss, held hands, or whatever. Um, or had a bit of touchy feely stuff. Who knows with the palms? And then is that all that the kiss and that has reminded him that yours is the only. Ocean or what a swimming. I think a uh, swing from. So yeah, romantic or sexy either way. Um, perhaps in a trip though, the reason why it's put in this way is because he's in a trip. So that feeling or emotion or act in a trip might materialize as a swinging from an ocean, like he might be tripping his bollocks off while he's doing it. So. Could be the case. I'd have loved the a psychedelic animated video for this song. With all the... You know, yeah, like it's another one that would have been a good single, wouldn't it? With the sound wave. Like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you could have had like a, a sort of a, a graphic of a, a woman and then going into the mouth and then swinging yeah, into the mouth yeah. and then an o falling into an ocean. Yeah, you could have had all that. It would have been great. And animators out yes, there, get on yes. that, <laughs> We'll get the AI program on it. Um, but I've uh, <laughs> I've got this ego mechanic, ah. um, amazing metaphor, mechanic. <clears throat> amazing metaphor, amazing line, amazing concept. Actually, like she fixes up my ego. She makes me feel better, makes me more confident when I'm down. So she's my ego mechanic. What a line! What an absolute line! It's, it's I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really to say to it. It's it's obvious what it means, but it's just a great way of putting it. So cool. This is it's so cool. This this is what reinforces this, the thing. Yeah, as being the coolest song on the album and the coolest song so far. It's just the lyrics do so add to that, cool. doesn't it? The coolness. Oh, um, it's for, also, it's, it's one of them. It's one of them lyrics where you almost hate him for coming up with it because you're just like, oh, I wish I could have come mm. up with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's kind of one of those obvious but not obvious things, isn't it? But but usually the best things are like you thought, well, that's so obvious an idea. But you think, well, either you have to be great to come up with the obvious, even the obvious idea. But but that um, I think it's that kind of thing again that I was talking about way back in 
episode one that I said we'd start to get a bit of in Humbug and get and then get into it and see and get in AM as well is that that taking something that another songwriter might say and he take, takes it and twists it and turns it into something like a really cool metaphor. And this is it. Like another, you know, might say she makes me feel better. She, she fixes my ego. She's my, yeah. But my ego mechanic is just like, wow, what a way to put it. Um, question. That's what makes me laugh Tell when me people like Noel Gallagher this. like to slag. I mean, Noel Gallagher likes to slag everyone off, but in particular, when Noel Gallagher yeah, slags you know off. What? He'll be on last dinner party soon. I was like, you could never come up with anything. Like, oh yeah, it will be. It's like you could never come up we'll with a bet on that. even, even at your best songwriting point, Noel, you, like mid nineties, you could never come up with anything just as perfect as that. Hey Dan, do you like listening to popular songs with questionable lyrics? You know I bloody do. And Nick, do you like drinking copious amounts of alcohol? Nah, do I ever. Actually, I worry. Well, if you're the same as us, then come listen to weekly podcast Liquor and Lyrics, where we take apart popular music's worst songwriting whilst drinking our favourite drinks, which kind of stay in theme with the song. From gin and tonic to grease lightning. Cosmopolitans with Chaz and Dave. Blue Lagoons with Busted. Sex on the Beach with Sex on Fire. Shirley Temples with Shaggy. And even a Shandy with Sharon. Drop it on Tuesday the 19th of September and every Tuesday after on your favourite podcast platform. I don't think I don't think lyrically Oasis were ever very good, to be honest. Maybe a bit. No, a lot of places. it was down like, to Liam's performance, good. yeah. Yeah, and, and the music being good, obviously, like catchy. In you fact, know. But all, I don't my, think anyone goes, all my oh, favourite Oasis, Oasis lyrics... lyrics. All my favourite Oasis lyrics are on the slower melodic songs, like the B-sides and stuff like that, rather than... But even then, there's nothing that I enjoy as much as I enjoy Alex's lyrics. Although I said this once in the company of an Oasis mega fan, and he he went nuts at me and tried to explain to me that she's electric. I was making fun of the lines in that, and he he he, he tried to point out to me that that, um, it's actually like she's on the palm of her hands a blister is a drug reference apparently to no. a drug addicts having blisters on their hands no. and that so it's about the only he's trying to, he's trying to... that isn't a drug reference <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah do, quick question do we does this count on our collection of two so far because we haven't gone back and done the others yet but for this album does this count as a car alarm is this a car reference because let me ask you this: Does do mechanics fix anything else? Motorbikes, yeah. yes, but are we counting motorbikes in the car family? That's the question. They don't fix boats or anything. They fix only land vehicles, right? So cars and bikes. So would we class a mechanic as a first thing you think of when you think mechanic is? I say mechanic. You think. Yeah, Bikes. so does that count as a car reference? <laughs> um, would we put it this way? Would we, how does it have to be a direct car reference, or just how strict are we going to be? So, A, if he mentioned a garage in a song, would we give it for that? No, I always if he mentions an if he mentions an engine of cars because we get well, because he, he mentioned racing stripes. He doesn't say car, and we gave it for racing stripes. Is my question. Right, you can have it then. I'll I'll, I'll break out the car alarm because because what we are. Boom. We need to I think it's got to be anything. I need to go back to all the old episodes to, uh... to find them as well.
Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a definitely gonna have a rough episode about that. <laughs> or at least a segment on the rough episode of doing that. Um the car the almost certainly. The car yeah, I think it's gotta be something that invokes a car ref uh, a car imagery. Car imagery yeah, is what we're looking for. We're not looking for cars, car imagery. So if he says engine yeah. or he says exhaust pipe or something, or you know, then it's gotta be one. Because otherwise the the third car reference in the song won't count if we're being too strict, but I think it does count. But you know, you'll know what it, I'm sure you all know what that is. Yeah, know, but yeah, great. That's another one. Another car. So two car references in this song so far. Um, yeah. Next line. She's always trying to give me vitamins. Now, what's interesting here is I see vitamins as a metaphor for the boost in his ego or drugs or both. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, both. Maybe the drugs. Yeah. I think I think given the line before, the ego mechanic, it would imply that she's boosting his the vitamins boost his ego, but then the vitamins could also be drugs that boost him. So it's imply this woman is giving him drugs then. That he's in love with and that they're doing the drugs together. Again, he's just writing about my kind of woman. Once again. <laughs> yes. Do it again, Alex. Uh, right, we have grabbing. a bit of a we have a bit of a finger in it now to discuss a little bit. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. So and let me get it out before you jump in. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going with this. Um, I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, we'll definitely be on the same side. There's not going to be any contention between us. It's just an interesting debate that I want to pose. But we'll definitely be in agreement. So the the album vinyl sleeve that I have here in front of me, as I was yeah. dictating this, I write it down, and I wrote this line down, and I thought, hang on. So I listened to the song. It says, she'd be frightened of your reflection. Mm. Now, when you listen to the song, I think he quite clearly, without any kind of um, contention or argument, says, I should be frightened of your that reflection. What... Well, that's what he says. That bit is right at the start of the live clip that we played at the start of the episode. So should, we, should we play it again up until that point? Oh, okay. Yeah, go on then. And, and see what he sings. I'll just have to drop it back in because. What if he changes it live? Then we're going to be in the shit out. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. Uh, I'm just uploading it back in because I, de I delete the videos as I've used them. If it's you know to make spec, you know, so I don't get all confused in my brain. Um, right. So yeah, it's qu it's quite early on at the start of the video, so we will have a look now when it's. Uh, uploaded and see what cause I, I didn't pick up on it first time but i i knew we were going to have this discussion because looking through different lyric sites mm. i know spotify that, is sure i should right. by the way that's clever spotify is i should is um, it yes spotify is i should but the lyrics the, the lyric vinyl the vinyl sleeve anyway i can't speak for the the others but um is she'd be frightened but i would imagine the the vinyl sleeve is just a blown up version of what's in the album so it's probably the same in the cd as well i, I would imagine yeah. i think yeah. domino oh, remaking ones okay let's see what the verdict is mm, after we hear the man himself Oh, we're off. Oh, we're off. That's okay. That well, this actually, 
definitely Sheed, but it's definitely I should on the song. Let's make that clear. I believe both to be true. There's no way he doesn't say I should on the song because he says I should. Well, but here I had a theory that, for this. At the end of that clip, at the end of that clip, he sings, "Would you like me to build us a go kart?" When the actual lyric is, "Would you like me to build you a go kart?" Is it? Well, Nick, in, in way, all, he of this, it. Yeah. all of this is leading into the internet theory, actually. So we're, this is going to be an interesting discussion because, because oh, I, um, because. Okay, so here's my theory of why sometimes, you know, when you say the lyrics are wrong in the album sleeve, which quite obviously sometimes they are, mm. or different. And as we've heard from the man himself on John Kennedy, he can't even remember what song titles were and stuff when they get put in there. So what I think happens personally is, I think that when they're recording the album, I could be wrong here, this is just a theory. When they're recording the album, as they're doing bits and changing it, and he might have changed it to I should at some point during that recording process. But then at the end of the recording process, when the arms out there, Domino or whatever might ask him to submit his lyrics to them from the lyrics that he wrote so they can create these booklets and stuff. And if he hands them the papers that he originally wrote that said, she'd be frightened of your reflection on it, but then as the recording went, he changed it to I should, then that's why there's discrepancies perhaps because they go off his original transcripts or whatever that he jotted down. Which is why then sometimes live maybe he changes it because he thinks the lyrics are that <laughs> on there as well. It's my theory, but well, sh here's what the thing: you do if you want to, to, to I mean, both thing. are true. I think we could we could see what he sung when they played it last year because I have that ready right now. Go on then. Did you have it ready right now? <laughs> No, I've got a little So, but also at the same time, nice. it doesn't make sense what he says there because it he doesn't say I should I should it to be Friday or Friday. He said I should have, uh, yeah. So very strange. But okay, so here's the thing. So let's just say for the first part of the discussion, he says I should, which is what he says on the track. I, I still believe that's what he says on the track. Uh, yeah, clearly. Absolutely. Um, he's uh, that would mean if he says I and sh she's amazing, but it's intimidating. And he, he should be scared of seeing her reflection because of how great she is. Mm. Now, now, the internet theory that this is about Alex having a girlfriend, but being, um, having the allure of another girl teasing him is backed up by this because if he said she'd, she should be frightened by your reflection. Oh, sorry, um, she'd be frightened of your reflection. Then that would imply that he's talking about his girlfriend should be frightened by the reflection of this girl because she's so amazing. She should be threatened by her existence in his life. That gives a little bit of credence to that. So, yeah, interesting. If he originally wrote it as that, then maybe he did that but, but changed it or something. It's interesting because mm. the next line, the next line is, I preferred her as a cartoon. 
So a childlike image, basic. Yeah, when she wasn't real, more built you know, in his head rather than, well, the, rather than made. That, that's what I thought. It, is it someone he's liked from afar, but he's now meeting and he's mm. almost scared by her, so he preferred her when she was just a, an image in his head when she was a cartoon that he didn't actually know. But now, now she's in his life, he's actually scared that he might cheat, perhaps. This adds extra credence to the, the affair thing as well, doesn't it? Because... Um, or is she a figment of his imagination entirely from the trip? Who knows? That's what the cartoon reference is. But, but, um, but also, if it is I, if his line before that is I, then the context could be because he finds her so intimidating. He he imagines her as a cartoon because that that way he can find her less intimidating because it's like a childlike image. Um, yeah. So yeah. Now we have potentially one of. The finest lyrics ever put down on page, I would say. Yeah, we do indeed. If I could be someone else for a week, I'd still spend it chasing after you. I mean, right, isn't it? What? A, I, again, this is again. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't even. This this is again that thing of a lesser songwriter might write and you know I'd, I'd, i'm going to spend my life chasing you or i'll always want you or whatever and to put it in the context of even if i was another person for a week and and that kind of i guess imagination wise opens up well obviously if you could be someone else for a week there'd be so many things that you that you could do that you can't do in your own life so if you but even if i like you that much that even if I was someone else for a week. I'd still spend it chasing after you. Ugh, that is perf- lyric perfection. Yeah, I think that yeah. could be in his top five, top ten, certainly. Maybe. I think it's lyrics. certainly is. it's always been like top ten for me, definitely. Ugh, what a line! Definitely. Does that sound like something you talk about your girlfriend or whoever you with? Or is it, I mean, I mean, again, it's either someone he's he uses the word chasing specifically. Chasing suggests there's an, an element of unobtainability there. Mm. The sort of internet um, other woman fairy is Stuck it up in it. gaining a bit of traction because of this yeah. this miss lyric thing. Um, yeah, I mean, what just what a great line! I can't even yeah to, to even come up with that as a concept and there's, and spin there's it another like line that, towards the great. end as well that I th- I think furthers that theory, which we'll get to later. I, I would just, I would agree. I know what you're going to say, um, but yeah, still. But, but the, the drugs has kind of been lost in the second verse. This is a bit like what happened yeah. with um, was it? There was another one on this album where the second verse kind of took. I think it might be Dangerous Animal. No, it was Secret Door. Remember when I amped up my Alexa fairy in the second verse that changed it and and blew your yeah, mind, yeah. as I recall. Um, but but this this also doesn't paint that relationship in a good light if it is the fact that. He's got the allure of another woman, even though he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. those rumours of the affair were true. <laughs> you know, let's not it wasn't get into just Miles Kane, who was um, a rascal. That was another one. I remember the only time I ever heard of the rumour that Alex had had an affair on Alexa was that someone had printed in a forum that they were in a restaurant and they overheard Alexa crying, telling her friend how he'd met another woman and had run off with her. Whatever, and I was thinking, that's a very tenuous evidence, isn't it? Random internet Forum person in a on, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all you've got to go on. Then I, I probably need more evidence. I don't, don't think it would make it well, to court. I'll be honest. The words of Monkeys <laughs> Fan sixty three off the forum. <laughs> <laughs> it must be spot on. 
<laughs> Although I'll be quite honest with you, the the um the quite um swift and clearly sexually driven relationship of Ariel Vandenberg did feel like there was a slight crossover somewhere. But let's not uh let's not try and figure out the times on that. That's not what we're here for. Um, although she is basically, I sh- yeah, I always assume. Do you think she feels like the one of the greatest albums ever made is about someone being horny for her? Basically, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But then again, because <laughs> that's basically what AM is, I assume. <laughs> yeah, but if if it comes on while she's with Will Arnett, it's gonna be awkward, isn't it? If it comes on shuffle, I said that. Having said that, though, it's sucking and sees potentially about her as well, a lot of it. So I don't know at what point they started dating during that process or whether he was single at that point, but there's a lot of love songs there, aren't there? I'm not too sure. Breakup song as well, yeah. though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we don't normally get into all that, but with specific songs and lyrics, it might be interesting to try and look at the timeline of events that we can. But, but yeah, without going too in-depth about it, but it is relatively interesting. It's relatively interesting to inform the lyrics, I suppose. Um but I do always picture Ariel Vandenberg whenever I hear knee socks. That's just how my, where my brain goes, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe that's more no, me issue. No, I am now. Right up above the knee. Whoa. Go on, carry on. You had to make it crude. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, great lyric. One of the <laughs> one of his best. Only to myself. Uh, one of his best lyrics. You drew the outline. Yeah. I coloured it in. Outstanding lyric, Nick. That, but also on on the cooler meter, this is one of the lines that makes this song on the, the ten out of ten on the cool cooler meter, doesn't it? In fact, higher than that, it would be going. If it was one of those things that you hit at the fair, it would be like off into space. The coolness of the song, and it's that lyric everywhere. Yeah, twelve what people in casualty with burns. Yep. <laughs> Uh, she's not shattering my attitude no matter how she folds the potion um, so no matter what she gives him she's not going to break his attitude meaning that this is one of the harder lines for me to kind of assess uh, I assume he means no matter how hard she because here's the thing you said at the start that you felt like the potion approaching was the drug element of it i had always because the song kind of shifts into being about a woman in the second verse i'd always felt like the potion approaching was her allure yeah so the, the potion approaching is her, is her sex, sex appeal that changes everything yeah it makes the whole thing change where you can't you can't really define it as the drug song and you can't really define, it's kind of a bit like what's going to happen with black treacle where sometimes i think oh yeah it's obviously about drugs but then other lines i go wait I'm not quite sure how does that work. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Forgot but, um... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> More on that next We're season. Retreat. Um... <laughs> but but the yeah. Um, I, so it could be either really. But in the context of it being a drug, he would be saying that she's not going to change his attitude or his mood, no matter how she how many drugs she creates. But if it is her alert then maybe his attitude is, no, I've got a girlfriend or I've, I'm not interested, but no matter how she folds the potion, no matter how much she turns it on, let's say, perhaps if the internet affair thing, which, I mean, it doesn't have to be a fair, it could just be a, a sexy woman that he's attracted to if it's a character rather than himself being in a relationship. So um, it's the sheed 
reflection bit that kind of throws the affair element in, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, she's not shattering it. But either way, whatever his attitude is, she's not affecting it, no matter what she does, basically, he's saying there. Um, so then we get potion approaching, visualize, holding a token, swollen mm. in size. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you don't help yourself, Alex. I mean, if you. I mean, if he's saying he didn't think my propeller won't get started on it, saying it wasn't sexual, then how the hell could he, could he you say know this he is, one don't isn't? You? He's Tobias from Arrested Development. That is probably <laughs> just not realising how mucky yeah. everything sounds. Is there not a better way to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just record I yourself, mean, okay. just for a day. <laughs> Let's not assume that the person approaching is her sexuality and he's visualizing her. Oh, that, that would also imply that this woman could be fictional, by the way, from his drug trip because she's potion approaching is her sexy love and he's visualizing it and uh, she's holding his knob and it's getting hard to just be blunt about that. Um, but if it wasn't, if that line is another sexual, one out for the sex crowd. <laughs> someone's got him. Um, but what's, what's, what would that mean if it wasn't sexual? At a to a, a, a spliff, swollen. It's ten. It's tenuous, but um, an LSD tab or something. In terms, because mm. that, that's swells on his tongue. And shield, shield your eyes also fits with that because the, the lights become a lot more vivid to you when you do LSD or acid. Mm. So I'm told. To the so. the token when you put when you put the um, I can honestly say I've never done. Uh, I've never done a um, what's the word a, a trippy drug ever. No, so me I, I, no, actually I actually don't. I actually don't know. I'm too scared. I'm too scared of what I'll see. Same. Too much same. darkness it's in here. Too much darkness anyway. for me to let it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God knows what happens if I let it out in that way. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> I'm terrified oh, of that. Oh, being... Nick, it's great. You, you should try it, Nick. All your deepest, all your deepest thoughts come out. Oh well, that's a no from me then. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, in a room. I'll find out how I killed that kid. In a, like literally putting me in a room trapped inside my own head for for eight hours is is possibly the definition of hell. <laughs> like, although I've always been trying DM DMT. Once, so DMT is interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it, you only do the trip for half an hour, but it feels like a longer to you, I think. But it's it's half an hour, so interesting. And a lot of people have a shared experience of these. Um, which which actually scares me a bit. I won't get into it. There's a Joe Rogan episode on it if anyone wants to. But basically, a lot of people have a shared mean, trip yeah. that that they're sort of like machines and people working and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah. god, where are we going when we die? What, what's that? Let us see. <laughs> I take it all back. That It'll be good. <laughs> when we used to work, together, don't make me work right? the machines. You, you came, in, you came into yes. work one, one morning looking absolute state. Yes, it do, turned Nick. out you'd had a you'd had a dream that you were working on a farm or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was the one trip. My friend had bought some pills off the internet uh, and we took them, which looking back now was a very silly thing to do, really. Yeah, um, they were huge. They were like this big. I, I don't know what they were. I'm off just to take them because I was a fucking idiot. Like just, yeah, take some shit off the internet and let's hope you don't die. Um, and I remember... I fell. I went to sleep, and I had this really intense dream that I was digging and working a field all night. And when I woke up, my body was absolutely aching, and I was drained and knackered all day, like I'd been working in a field all night. And it was one of the strangest experiences of my life. Um, could have had a nice trip. Where I was just shagging all night. Could have. I was single at the time. That would have been nice. No, I was working it. Working in a field. That was good, wasn't it? Got to come in the next day, and I'd gone. Oh, I touched pearl last night, and my knobs red raw. You would have been like, oh, 
<laughs> Hello. Tell us everything. Tell me more. Tell me more. Speaking of speaking of knobs, red raw. What do you reckon? Swollen in size is sexual, or do you reckon it's it? It could easily be drugged. But he knows what he's doing there. I'm not having that. He doesn't know he's doing in this one. I'll let my propeller slide. Oh, yeah. Because as we discussed, but yeah. holding a token, swollen in size. I mean, but is there a does drug swell in size? Does does an LSD thing swell in your mouth or something? What what drug swells in size as you take Ooh, it? I can't really think of a drug swelling in size. No. I can't. I've never. A tab would disintegrate, right? I imagine dissolve into your tongue. It wouldn't yeah. get bigger, would it? The same. What same would with be, oh, well, unless right. could the swollen in size be your your eyes? The token being a spliff, so holding a token swollen in size. I don't, I don't know. Shield your I eyes. On yeah. I, th- I think I think we can rule out. Splits. I think so too. I but I'm, think we're going a lot harder. I'm just trying to. Um, but yeah, the uh, swollen in size could. Be... In fact, but given that he's already sang "Shield your eyes" two lines before, then swollen in size could be referring to the eyes. I think we may have it there. The eyes have it. The eyes have could it. Could be. The eyes have it. But also, or shield your eyes. Yeah, it's after. Swollen in size, right? Um, it's, it's also before. It's also two lines. It's two lines before and one oh, line after. Yeah, yes. Sorry, yeah, I don't put the repeats in. Um, the thing is, if it's okay, he going back to the woman and the affair idea thing because because if it is, if the potion potion is her alert and he's visualizing her and he's for lack of a better term, knobs getting harder. Um, he might also be saying shield your eyes because shield your eyes because don't look at. Her. You know, don't you can't look at her, she's yeah. too too much. So I don't know really, but but the last bit is if we're going to escape though, we really ought to think it through. Would you like me to build you a go-kart? I mean the use of the word escape does imply an escape from something, like a couple running away together, a bit secret door-esque. What else would that mean in terms of the drugs escaping the trip? Like Escape, yeah, escaping the yeah, trip, escaping, like yeah. building the trip or whatever to get out of the trip. It, that seems tenuous. Yeah, because but but, we but if we're like going to escape, though, to escape because we're already clearly on the trip. So if we're going to escape, though, we really ought to think it through. Would you like me to build you a go kart? Perhaps using like childlike imagery again to highlight maybe how childish it is to to wanna run away of another person i don't know but that because of this sheed business and because of this affair business it, there are certain points of the song i'd say the only real obvious drug references is the opening four lines really it's... apart from maybe the the breakdown but um yeah i don't know i'm, I'm i am sort of starting to lean towards this woman's allure and and potential affair because of escape and and sheed be frightened of your reflection. Hmm. But also, what if, what if, what if, ah, okay, what if, Nick, a little hot off the press this, what if the other woman is a metaphor for the drugs? So when he says she'd be frightened of your reflection, he's saying that his, his partner would be, Right, like bit like him on drugs, he's a bit different or whatever, or he's doing a lot of drugs. So like like so when he says, um, the wonks woke me up in your grip, that could be the grip of the drugs. Um, tied something to your mouth and down to your palms could be like a you know, making it like a woman the drugs, the trip. Um, 
yours is the only option I want to swing from could be the enjoyment of the drug as well. Um, ego mechanic could be the drugs. She's always trying to give me vitamins if the drug is a woman in this song. I kind of like that, actually, that maybe it's all of those things, but the, he's using a, a woman as a metaphor for the experience of being on a trip. That works. That works as well. The, the trip is the woman. But I don't really know what, if what we're going to escape, though. We to, really yeah. are to think it through. Would you like me to build this, you a go-kart is necessarily? <laughs> I, th- I think it's just a time in terms of that you'll come up with when you're off your tits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of signifying that. That's the best way around. <laughs> Maybe. So it's either, in conclusion, we don't know. If you were to say, is this song entirely about drugs? The four options are, no, is this song about drugs? About is this song about a sexy woman entirely? You know, it's a song about doing drugs with a sexy woman, maybe. Is this song about an affair? Maybe. Potentially. Is this song using a woman as a metaphor a sexy woman as a metaphor for drugs? Maybe. So maybe much like we I did with somewhere between three, four and five there. Uh, I think some some in between we did three. wasn't the one like I think it was my it was one of the first three that we did we fell on kind of it being all of the above and whatever you want it to be and make your own yeah. mind up kind of thing. Wasn't yeah. it? I think, I think that's where this falls as well. I think, I think that was the case for, was it, wasn't crying lightning. Was it? It was, um, I think it was my, was it my pillow? It was one of them anyway. Yeah. We just kind of said, you know, it's up to you. This is exactly why we were so excited to get to this series and onto this album, because we knew there'd be a lot mm. of this, like where it was open to interpretation. Yeah, d- there's not, there's not as much handholding as there is earlier on. No, and as much as I like it when we do, like with Secret Door, I feel like we came to a conclusion of what that um, came to a conclusion in that overture. Um, it came to a conclusion of what that was in the end, but the uh, perhaps, but yeah, as much as I do like to try and figure it out, sometimes it's too opaque to to really nail down what was going through his head at the time without being him. Um, but but I the the sheed and the eye change the context of the song entirely so that's really interesting um but yeah nick does does go-kart count as a reference to a car it absolutely does and you can have your third i would agree of the episode yeah uh, yeah that's the longer lovely stuff well done everyone well, well, that, I guess cool. I guess that's um, get in touch. Let us know what you you feel the one is, and if you know, we always like to read our listener correspondence when we get it. So, let us know what you where you fall on the song, and if you had any different theories as well. But Nick, it's that time where we we have a little dip into the daydreams of John Kennedy. This is indeed. <clears throat> Let's. <clears throat> Not a bit, uh bit quirky there. You can never um, get John Kennedy yes, burping on is. air. That wasn't a burp. It was me clearing my throat, but thanks. That's ruining the mystery. <laughs> a little both. <laughs> oh, I don't know why. I Too much to discuss over a broken of balls. 
Ocean Approaching, Arctic Monkeys on Exposure XFM from the brand new album Humbug, out this week, getting the Exposure album playback treatment tonight. I'm John Kennedy, with me are Matt Helders and Alex Turner from the band. It's uh, another right. Desert Sessions one. End I mean, of the side. Yeah, about to flip it over. So this is side two. No. Well, no, just after just, this. So we're almost at the end of the yeah, first side. There's, again, there seems to be all sorts in this. I mean, it's kind of post-punky. Kind of reminds me of, of I don't know, things like Delta Five or something. Mm. Um, and then there's a kind of Stonesy backing vocal in there. Yeah. Almost, we were almost like I think we were like playing Nirvana, Bleach, like a bit while we were like recording. Um, yeah, this tune I think maybe, you know a bit of that in the verses maybe, and I just yeah I think. Uh, or Doors, like the Strange Days album, a little bit, maybe. Right. Been said about like that, kind of the drop down. We all did a li- we did it. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's some a, good, a communal good clapping. clapping. Communal clapping. We all sat in a circle and clapped. It was <laughs> strange. Pretty, it looked strange. It's pretty, if you saw it. pretty far out. <laughs> yeah, <it's madness. laughs> And that was in the house. That Not was in. Not an applause. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. There. I've just got this mental picture of you all out in the desert. It's night, and you're we all sitting around. Did some recording by the fire vocals. outside. Yeah. Did some vocals in the fire. In on no. Next. There was the talk fire. of getting on the roof to do a vocal, just but I don't know if that was just figurative, figuratively <laughs> speaking, because I never actually got climbed <laughs> a ladder. Roof. But I don't know. It was just never mentioned again. So maybe in Josh said we were we on the roof. We were on the roof. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it a flat roof? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not, you're not going to get it. Hang a 50 stand on that. Um, and potion approaching, there's some nice little phrases in there. Ego mechanic, do you say ego mechanic? I do, yeah. yeah. I like that one. Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. yeah and, uh, <laughs> I just thought it was great. Yeah. Nice looking one. through yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for an ego mechanic. <laughs> I'm looking for an ego mechanic, yeah. They're out there. Excellent. Yeah. Under E. Too much to discuss over a broken applause. I've just reclined listening to that then. I I like his. uh, (laughs) When John says about the ego mechanic, and Alex goes, You like that, did you, John? Normally, um, it sounds yeah, sarcastic, no. but it just doesn't. He's just gen- <laughs> genuinely happy. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. He, he just think he is genuinely happy. But I think, um, interestingly, we were listening to Nirvana because we directly referenced how it sounded like Nirvana earlier, didn't we? So, yeah, mm, very interesting chat, that. Uh, I just got a message from one of our regular listeners, Curtis Gray. Shout out to Curtis. Hello, Curtis. Hello, Curtis. Because oh, literally, Chris. as we were watching that, he said, um, he sent me... Potentially a stupid question. Never a stupid question. Never. Wow. But did you... (laughs) Did you know this was a thing? And he sent me um, uh, Vertigo, the Mini Mansion single, which features Alex. And I said, yeah, I remember when this came out, I absolutely rinsed that when it was out, I think circa 2015 or something like that. Um, I just played it all the time. I still do now. Alex's bit in that especially is perfection. Just the way he comes in. In the video as well. Have you seen the video? The way, yeah. Run the video. <laughs> and there's a live version of him doing it. Mm. Um, yeah, so that French TV it's show. In LA, I think, where he walks out and everyone goes. Um, in. So I think, I think it's in France. I think it's on that French show where they play. Uh, there's there's a li- there's actually like a live, not yes, proper recorded well, version yeah. in LA where he comes on. Yeah. yeah, what an absolute tune that is. I love that song. If you haven't heard it, Mini Mansions. Obviously, Mini Mansions 
Sky Lashley Puppets. Tyler Parkford is in Lashley Puppets yeah. and Arctics now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the drummer so... and bass player were both with Lashley Puppets as well. She I always. So for, for a long oh, time, that's got a great Alex line, by the way. She's missed it. She's missed been there, done there. Stick shift. Oh, oh God. Stick yeah. shift. <laughs> the, bit, the bit where he does the. Uh, that was like one of my favorite Alex moments ever until until um what was it that came and overtook it? It was the gasp in uh sculptures yeah. that overtook it then. <laughs> we definitely we definitely need to somehow figure out a segment for so we can use the jingle. Run for cover. <laughs> oh, that could have been the covers band one. Maybe next series we'll change it up to that. Instead for the covers band bit, it'll be just actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think, I think lovely little bit that. that. Do you want to? Um, do you want to? Uh, oh, he also just messaged me back saying, uh, "Also love the last dinner, the dinner party." Are getting mentioned in the pre-show chat. Just telling us what a Everyone superb job board. we're doing in the pre-show chat. There, everyone, get on board. <laughs> just got tickets for their show in Manchester this evening. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's, it's ages away though, isn't it? So yeah, I'll figure it out. And it's, and it's Victoria Warehouse, which I refuse. I'm never going back mm-hmm. there again. I hate that place. Mm-hmm. Hate it with a passion. I was at a drug raid there once. Um, pay, pay, or Christmas Day, as it was called. Pound, pay £45 to see a band you love and have to watch it on the screens at the bar because they've oversold it again. That's That should be the slogan for Victoria Warehouse. I'm not, I'm not bitter. Lovely. Shall we do, <laughs> we do the shipping forecast, Nick? <laughs> yes, let's do it. So a little bit of a Valentine's special because we're recording this the day after Valentine's Day. Um, and we've got uh, a lovely picture of Katie Cook close up with a picture of Jamie in his underpants behind her. <laughs> his shirt, under crackers, is, yeah. Quite amusing. Said once he's dead. Yes, yes. He looked, he looked like he found it quite amusing that she was getting a sneaky pick on there. And then um, Louise shared the picture that she shared on Alex's birthday again that held us took the beautiful picture of them both in a boat. Um, which was fantastic. But the winners of the shipping forecast, as ever, is probably Miss Amanda Blank and Matthew J. Helders III. Well, she shared a picture of him laughing while holding up a napkin to shield... Oh, no, sorry, he's, he's got a light on his phone in front of a napkin to create a, a light, sort of um, like a studio light for her oh, while she does a makeup on her phone. Yeah, I was a photographer, I was a romantic... Uh, she put, you're the greatest Valentine a girl could ask for. You'll love every day and this beautiful life you've given us is a real gift. And making sure I'm always well lit, of course. My man, you really ride for me. I love you. Well, they're cool. They're, they'd want to hang out with them. We we had this chat last night because that's how sad we are. But we'd really like, on Valentine's night, we're on this chat. And I'd love to hang out with them as a couple. Um, the most, yeah. I think, could have a right laugh, I reckon. Yeah, both good music, I reckon, as well. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day for some reason. I was thinking, I bet Helders has got a good dance in him. But Helders can dance. I don't know why. I just I just was thinking can. about it. Yeah, yeah I don't know ballroom, why. I reckon he can move those hips. Uh, I reckon ballroom when required, but freestyle most of the time. Matthew <laughs> 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 ballroom when required. Jay Helders. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a favorite favorite lyric, Nick? Yeah, let's do it. Too busy with the mind on clever lines. I mean, there's two. 
I've got one, and there's that. I've got one, and it can be the other. Although I agree that the other one that you're thinking is great. It has to be. If I could be someone else for a week, I'd still spend it chasing after you. Like it's one of the greatest lyrics put put to page. So I can't really. Yeah, but you imagine the other one you were tying with is ego mechanic. I would imagine was the other one. It's nowhere near that. No, as good as good as it. That's amazing that something is good. Something as good as the concept of an ego mechanic still doesn't win the best lyric in this song. Yeah. Like that's amazing. It's still a bit moribund um, in comparison. Yeah, it's it's, it's been cockblocked by. If I could be somewhere else for a week, I'd still be chasing after you. <laughs> it's been cuckolded even yeah. by it. <laughs> yeah, well and truly cooked. Just like I would happily. <laughs> the would metaphorical black man of this. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say. I thought you were just going to. And as as I would happily be, <laughs> that was going to be the end of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, if anyone wants to get in a relationship with me, I'm happy to be cooked at this point. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I will let you cheat on me, and that's okay. I'm just happy to be in a relationship, some form of human contact. <laughs> Do you want to say your favourite musical moment? I think if we're saying a one. moment, well, if it's a moment, it's definitely the. <laughs> but only with the other guitar coming in as well at the end. Um, yeah. So that's my favorite moment. But if it was for the whole song, I think the lead guitar wins the song probably overall. Yes. If I had to put a pin yes. on it. Completely fair. Completely fair. Oh, we've. Completely fair. We've, we've arrived at your hot take that you've been banging on about for the best part of an hour. The one the one that <laughs> kept me up kept me up at like three o'clock this morning and then I promptly forgot until an hour before we did the show. <laughs> yeah, it's hot takes time. It's a red hot revelation of the tip of a tone. Genuinely, after, after like four days straight of listening to, of like ingesting this song and listening to it, about three o'clock this morning, I was just about to finally drift off to sleep, and then bang, it hit me. Nice. And then I was up till like half four. Um, so, yep, yep, been there, my man. If whatever people say I'm, that's what I'm not, is Alex's album. Favorite worst nightmare, yeah, is Helders, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Yes, now that's why he's proper showcasing. You wondering where I'm going with this? Uh, A.M., Mr. Nick O'Malley. Mm. Fat bass line, fat bass lines on that album. Juicy okay, if we're going lines. musically, yeah. But, but I mean, Alex's yeah. raw sex appeal is all over the album. But yeah, oh, that, it's oh, the sexiest any man's but, ever been, I think, you, during that time. But, yeah. I had a wank over him. the bass is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the bass is, is probably the, the winner. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so I would go as far as to say that Red musically this is Jamie Cook's album. Yeah, I would go with that, and I would go with that, and I think the reason for that is Queens of the Stone Age based, because he was always the Queens of the Stone Age, um, rock, um, yeah. Black Sabbath, stuff like that. He was that. He was the 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 go to that, and also we've heard it in the John Kennedy, haven't we? He's the one that's saving songs. Couldn't finish the song. He goes off, did whatever with some pink dust, came back and uh, <laughs> had two songs. Remember, he had he had Dangerous Animals. No, he had Secret Door. 
sound as well when he came back and started that and Dangerous Animals, yeah. didn't he, as well? And Crying Lightning as well. So, so yeah, I think I would agree that it's this really is Jamie. Blossoming, which is probably, Jamie is. Yes, to a fine young man. The I reckon the hmm, but the, that would you would you say that that Alex has three albums then? Yeah, because I would say yeah. I would I, I would say that Suck It and See is Alex's album, yeah. and I would say that I would say that Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino is Alex's album. And I would say that the car doesn't belong to anyone. I think that's the first, and maybe that's the secret. That's the first album where that's the band's album. Oh yes. Oh, mm. I'm glad I'm glad I killed this hot take now. That's that's just sealed <laughs> it nicely. Yeah, I would go with that. Although there is some really good drums in this album, but like you say, not. If you were going to think of where you first thought, "Wow, Helders is incredible," mm. Fate Was Nightmare yeah. would be the one where it struck you for the first time. This is Give the Sour on this. Yeah, Jamie Cook specials. We haven't even heard half of them yet. Or we've heard exactly half of them. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Not to say that everyone else... don't People don't take this the wrong way. We're not saying everyone else underperformed on these albums. They're absolutely fantastic. As oh, we just said, Alex, one of the, one of the lyrics we just said is one of his best. But I, The only one is AM's difficult. Uh, you know what? I think I think AM might also be a band album, though. Because I mean, yes, yes, Nick and Molly's bassline is great, but then you've got amazing guitar, you've got sexy yes, Alex and yeah. great lyrics, you've got great guitar, you've got great drumming on a lot of it as well. So I, I think AM and the Car are the band's albums, whereas for all the others, you can probably pick a, a person assigned to it. Well, we need to get Mister Nick O'Malley an album then, don't we? But I would fully agree. Um... Some good baselines on the car, to be fair. But uh, maybe Nick O'Malley doesn't need to have an album. He's just. Uh, but if you're going to music, I guess if you're going to pin down musically, him, yeah. if you're going to pin down musically, then yes, I guess you would say the car. Because although it does have some great guitar riffs and drumming riffs, but he wrote the Are You Mine riff. So yes, uh, yeah, okay, we'll we'll give him that. We'll, we'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, and he had his glow up at that time as well. So oh, he bloody well did. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, yeah, it was good. I'm giving, yeah, I would give Jamie Cook this album, which is perhaps why on the album cover, Jamie Cook is the one doing the pensive, uh, thoughtful look yeah, the down. Thinker. The thinker, the thinker of the band. Yes, Held the thinking like man's. Season. I've always said he's the, the the thinking man's Sunday league player. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, that, okay. it's that time uh, of the show where uh, Dan <laughs> has enlisted AI to write the. A description for the next episode. You push the button and we'll do the rest. Oh, cat or no cat? What do you reckon? No cat last week. I'm going to say no cat again. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for a lyrical roller coaster courtesy of the Arctic Monkeys. Today's featured attraction fire in the fud a song that's like a box of matches next to your hopes of not getting stolen by a welcome, threatening stir confused well you're about to be more tangled than a headphone cord in the pocket of a busy mime and if that doesn't set the tone for an unpredictable love story i don't know what does now in this whimsical world of lyrical acrobatics we find our protagonist questioning the excitement packing away laughter and wondering if burdens come to meet you like an over enthusiastic tour guide 
Does the teasing of the fire lead to a flood or is it just a chaotic dance of emotions in the jostling crowd of love? And then there's the hiding in the soup. The revelation of faces in books and a concentration that continually breaks like a delicate vase in a bullfight. They requested a mark, but it didn't heal fast. A metaphorical wound or perhaps a metaphorical hickey. Your guess is as good as mine. So as you poke yeah, so as you poke them in their prime I'm hoping the AI is like gonna get clever and buy the last one that we do, it's gonna like be amazing. So as you poke them in their praying eyes one out with things the they crowd. never see. <laughs> yeah. Just creates an Atom Monkey's album for us <laughs> that we can cover to keep going. So as they poke them in their prying eyes with things they never see, remember we're all just trying to make sense of the whimsy that is fire in the FUD. It's like trying to catch fog. You can't quite grasp it, but it's bound to leave you in a delightful haze. Enjoy the ride. No, no cat, cat you're right. No cat. Like no cat. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So there you go. Right, we'll be back next week with the aforementioned fire and the thought. Don't forget to like, rate, review, share, subscribe, do all that cool stuff. And you can find everything in the episode description that you can possibly need. Say goodbye to the nice people, Dan. Goodbye. If I uh... could be someone else for a week, I'd still spend it podcasting for you. You've done Guys. this several times. There's no still in that lyric. I don't want. I don't. I didn't want to be that guy. But just stop it. There is, in there. I, I, I specifically checked it before because I thought there wasn't a still. Another discrepancy. Then I'd still spend it chasing after you. Is what he intended. So he might do it live sometimes. I specifically checked because I thought, does he say still? And then I looked and it said still. So there you go. Another mistake. Really if Alex don't know the lyrics, then how am I supposed to remember? <laughs> I think I'd still makes more sense. It gives more context to what he's saying. I suppose. Yeah, if you like. I like both, yeah. to be fair. I don't mind. It doesn't really change much, does it? Uh, no, no. I just wish the the people in the, the booklet would get it right. But, but you know, if he doesn't... I don't think it's their fault, because if Alex don't remember, to be fair. It's got to be someone to blame. <laughs> it's their fault. Have you seen the Nuremberg <laughs> trials? Someone's got to be blamed. Blame Alex. <laughs> we need reparations. Right, we're off. Unless you're a subscriber, in which case you'll get a cheeky little bit of post-show chat. Bye. I Believe the Hype is hosted and produced weekly by Nick Lee and Dan Holt. The music used in the titles is royalty-free music courtesy of Les FM. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to be notified every Wednesday when a new episode is released. And if you want to help us out further, be sure to like and review to help make us more visible to like-minded souls. We'll see you next week with more of the same.